Mike V, East Coast Radio. Last week on my early breakfast show, we received this voice note from a listener. Good morning, Mike V and East Coast listeners. Yeah, my name is Cohen Vander Murphy, South African citizen, still at Kabul Airport, waiting to get evacuated. So, yeah, that's the stresses of my day. The man speaking is named Kerwin. He is a born and bred KZN man. He's from Sherwood and he was stuck at the time in Kabul in Afghanistan, which was the site of immense turmoil, political uncertainty, and just a desperate sense of panic was in the air from the whole world as it cast its gaze to Afghanistan. Now, Kerwin was stranded at this point. He's a firefighter and he's needed, but he also had to get back to his South African family. He had to find a way home to KZN and Sherwood. So we decided to chronicle his story on the show and it became more and more complex. The great news is that as of right now, Kerwin is home in Sherwood in KZN. So we had a sit down chat with him to find out how he's feeling right now. It's just good to be home with my family. Kerwin, things have become really bad really quickly in Afghanistan. But take me back like two weeks ago. What was it like in the country at that point? Well, this was my second time around in Afghanistan. I was there for three years in Kabul. Yeah, and it was pretty good because we were working with the local nationals. And yeah, everyone seemed fine. And the country seemed to be running smooth. So you then hear news that the U.S. is set to withdraw from Afghanistan. At what point do you start to realize that things are becoming serious? Well, when we knew when the U.S. were moving out, uh, we knew that violence was going to pick up at some stage. And then down south, the bases had closed. And yeah, the Taliban started taking over those areas. And then they started moving up north towards Kabul and all the areas up north. So, yeah, so we knew trouble was going to at some stage. From what point did you begin to realize that you were in direct danger then, Cohen? Yeah, from, in fact, from the Saturday night, just before they took over, it was like gunfire throughout the night. You would hear gunshots day and night up until the day we left. Although no one was injured, but yeah, day and night you just hear gunfire. When we spoke to you last week, you didn't seem to be like too concerned. Obviously, the whole world is panicking about the situation, but you on the ground, you had your wits about you, you were positive. Did you ever begin to feel uncertain and kind of nervous that the trip home wasn't going to be as simple as you hoped it would be? In the beginning, I was confident because they need firefighters to keep the airport open and to get flights in and that so... We were assured that military firefighters would be coming to take over from us. But on the last few days, when you see most of the guys evacuated and you just left, it becomes a bit scary at times. All right. So then how do you get home from here? When we spoke to you, you weren't sure about how you're going to get home. Did you engage Durko? How did the whole situation of you finding a route back to KZN pan out? Well... On the Wednesday evening, the American military firefighters had come in to take over from us guys. So we finished off working on Thursday mid-morning. And um, the people that we were contracted to assured us that, hey, Thursday, we're going to get our flights out. They're going to get us to Norway, Oslo, Norway. And we were all prepared to leave on Thursday. Thursday came around, flight got canceled. Friday, we, Thursday night, we are short. All right, we're going to move you guys to Brussels. We're going to go via Belgium to come home. 
that flight got canceled Friday evening. That's when everyone started panicking. And a few of us guys, we went across to the Germans and the Germans told us, not a problem. We got a flight leaving tonight. You guys can get on. So was that a German commercial flight? No, it was a military flight. It was um, the German military. We flew out um, with them. From Kabul, we flew to Uzbekistan. And from Uzbekistan, we got on a Lufthansa flight to Frankfurt. Yeah, from Frankfurt, we spent the day in Frankfurt. We arrived like 8 o'clock Saturday morning, and we left Frankfurt about 10.30 that same evening. Amazing. So you got shown some serious generosity and humanity by the Germans. The German military as well as Lufthansa staff. Because with Lufthansa, the people that flew us out were all, they did it all in your off time and they didn't, did not get paid a cent for doing it. The flight crew, the pilot, all at Lufthansa, just to get all the guys evacuated. Okay, now one of the great parts about your story is that you are a family man and you are just so relatable in so many ways as someone from Sherwood and KZN. Tell me about the moment that you finally got home. Well, I just about got home. I didn't even get out the car and I had my two little sons running up to me. So that was just amazing. Having family around and yeah, my wife. Um, in fact, I missed my family. I should have, be, have been home at least a month ago. So. Oh, beautiful. It's so nice. Cohen, the whole of KZN is <sighs> breathing a sigh of relief knowing that you're safe and sound and back home in Sherwood. And we wishing nothing but the best for the future you've given us some real hope and inspiration because you've been so calm in a very very tough time tell us when things get tough in here in KZN how do we make sure that we don't buckle under the pressure and we keep our wits about us like you did so well when you left Afghanistan now I just try and take a deep breath think of what I've been through before and always say it will get better at some stage that's the amazing Kuen Fanamava a KZN man who went off to Kabul and had to come home in the most extreme circumstances and a devote listener of Mike V's early breakfast show on East Coast Radio.